Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is a lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, I, need to, I need to also get our song. Get the song, get the right lyrics. John chapter 5, verse 1 to 9. John chapter 5, verse 1 to 9. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Verse 2. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. Verse 3. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Verse 4. For an angel went down at the second season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then, then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Verse 5. And a certain, what do you say, a certain man. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. At 38, 38 years. Verse 6. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Would thou be made, or oh, this guy had been on this spot for 38 years? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another stepped down before me. Verse 8. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Verse 9. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 2, from verse 1. And again he entered to Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. Glory to God, there was overflow, amen. The place was packed. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Verse 3. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy. There was this man who was sick of the palsy, which was born of four. He was carried by four people. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. So this man was sick, all right? I mean, he, had, he was sick of the palsy. And he was carried, he was born, born to be carried. He was carried by four men. And because the place where Jesus was preaching was packed, they could not access the place. So they thought of an option. And they said they were going to let him down from the top of the roof. Praise God. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wearing the sick of the power. For your information, this house was Jesus' house, his personal house. Praise God. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Verse 6. But 
there were certain other, let me just leave this. Praise God. So in these two portions of scriptures that we read, we see an example of two men, two kinds of men. Praise God. And, you know, the, the story is more like word and opposite. All right? Because in the first story, we read the story of a man who had been on the same spot for 38 years. Praise God. Hold than myself. Amen. And the Bible says that he was talking about the fact that he had been in that same spot. And the reason he had been in that same condition, in that same spot, he said it by his mouth. He said, I So this month, we are talking about marriage and relationships. But this morning, I want to lay the foundation, praise God, and talk about relationships generally, praise God. How to build great relationships. Glory to God. Lord, bless your word. In Jesus' precious name, we are. Somebody say, believe in amen. amen. So the second category is the man who was sick of the palsy. And the Bible tells us how this man was born or how this man was carried by his four friends. They carried him to the location where Jesus was having a miracle service. And we see from the scripture that even though they had no access, they were willing to go all the way for their friend. The Bible says they broke the roof and let the man down from the roof. So the Bible tells us, Jesus speaking, he said, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw the faith of who? Not of the, of the man. When Jesus saw the faith of the men, of his four friends, he was moved. Because this was a crazy kind of faith. A faith that would not take no for an answer. Glory to God. You see, everything God would do in your life will be through a man. Everything, every blessing, every miracle, every promotion, every increase, every breakthrough you have been praying to God for is in the hand of a man. And that's why the subject of understanding relationship is so important. Glory to God. Because the man who was on the same spot for 30 and 8 years was there because he had no man. He had no connection. He had no relationship. He had no one who was willing to go all the way for him. Glory to God. The Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over will the angels give to your bosom. Will your pastor give to your bosom? Will men, will tongues give to your bosom? Will prayer give to your bosom? Will fasting give to your bosom? He says, will men give to your bosom? Every blessing, every blessing comes from a man. Men are vehicles of breakthrough. Men are vehicles of promotion. If you're praying to God for promotion, that promotion in your company is going to come by one person who would recommend you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you're trusting God for a business breakthrough, you're going to get that business breakthrough from one person. One person 
will recommend you. One person will drop your name. Glory to God. So we must understand how to connect glory to God. Say glory to God. And let me just say this for those, you know, who think, oh, this pastor, you know, he's not deep. You know, he's not, you know, he's not, I mean, you know, see, this is what you need for your life. (laughs) You know, we've talked about prayer. We've talked about evangelism. You know, one of the, one of the, see, watch this. See our mission statement. Say, creating an atmosphere where the word of God will be practically taught. It will be practical. Hear what I'm saying? Can I again say that one of the ways to impact lives is to keep it simple. The most powerful preaching is the one that is relatable. That you can leave church on Sunday and the next day you can put into practice what you, I can tell you the Greek word for, for all, all these things. I will, st- I will still tell you some Greek word this morning. Amen. But this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what the church does. This is what the church does. And that's why if you don't come to church, you're losing out on a lot of things. Because when you come to church, you're coming to take your meal. So when you miss a Sunday, I'm saying this to help someone. When you miss a Sunday, you're missing out the carbohydrates in your class of food. Do you get what I'm saying? So you're, you're, imagine that you were in church for prayer. <laughs> you were not in church for evangelism. Then you will be an effective prayer warrior. And then you're not in church for relationship. And then you're going to have a great prayer life. You're going to be a great evangelist and not get it right in the place of... See, marriage and relationship don't answer to praying. You can be a prayer and have a terrible marriage. I'm telling you the truth. Have you not seen people who have... Who are, who are, they, they pray in tongues. You know what the Bible says? It says if you speak with tongues of men and angels and you don't have love, you don't understand the basics. It says you are like a sounding sounding brass a clanging cymbal I know what that means amen because that's King James amen a sounding brass so you can know that he's, he's a power he's deep <laughs> are you in church this morning should I continue this morning glory to God everything God will do in your life don't true a man no man is an highland we were all born to thrive through relationships. The spirit of creation is the spirit of let us. The spirit of creation is the spirit of let us. As a matter of fact, do you know that God could have made the whole world by himself? Why did God say let us? The spirit of creation is the spirit of let us. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? If you want to create anything in this life, you will need to do it through the instrumentality of relationship. Come and say amen to that. It is said that nothing significant is achieved by just one person. Some relationships are for a reason. Some are for a season. And some are forever. You know, there are people, there's this Yoruba, I think it's an hard age that says, you know, when you come to church, um, I don't know how to say it in English, but I'll try. When you come to church, just come to church and, 
you know, church is about, you know, the pastor praying and then you say amen. You know, there's no fight in church. You know, you just come to church. Should I say it in Yoruba? Amen. It says, Shadura and Shami. Kusija and Shosh. So, Shosh. So, the church is about you just coming and serving your God. You serve your God. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to interact with anybody. I just go to church and serve my God. And you walk in a place also. You say, all I'm concerned about is just doing my job. I do my job. It's great to do your job, but you have to interact with people. You have to connect with people. Glory to God. We must all learn to build relationships, to connect with people. Glory to God. Say glory to God. You know, one of the things that we often get wrong is that we mix everything together. Right? So, there are relationships that are for a reason. So, it's something that brings you together. So, an example of that is your mechanic. Is a relationship for a reason. Your hairdresser. Your your tailor. So the problem with a lot of people is that they mix everything together. And that's why if you're a lady, you go to the salon to make your hair. Can you just go and make your hair and leave? Because in the salon, just like in the staff room, amen, a lot of things happen. People's marriage break when they go and make their hair. You hear what I'm saying? People, I was in Ibadan um, on, on Friday. So we went to this, to this Amala joint on Yanadio Your Road. On Adio Your Road. It was my Iya. You know the place. So while we were there, Honest, it was my first. I'm not an Amala person. You know, I've heard of different Amala sky. I'm not an Amala person. But you see, I followed an Amala person. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Victor. So he said, ah, man of God, we cannot be where I know enter Amala. I said, I cannot. I don't like. I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like any Amala that cannot be made at home. I don't really like it. He said, so let's go. So while we were there, we saw people discussing the next election of your state. In that Amala joint, they were, they were analyzing who was going to be the next governor. Because people came there with cars. With, if you know those joints, come and talk to me, guy, talk to me. Can I get a witness in the house? Glory to God! <laughs> ah, I have some people here, man. Glory to God. And that was how they were discussing these things. They were discussing about the past gov- governor of your state, the one that died, why he died, that he should have lived longer. And that's what a lot of us do. We bring some of our matters. Some of the things that concerns our relationships, we bring them to discuss with relationships that are for a reason. 
So you are looking for a counselor. You are talking to your mechanic. You are talking to your to your to your tailor, to your makeup artist. Who is just come? Who is just meant to come and beat your face? Is that what you guys call it? Face beats, amen. <laughs> then they will beat your face. They will beat your marriage. They will beat your future. Beat, beat your husband. <laughs> there are relationships for a season. So there are some for a reason. There are some for a season. 20 children cannot play together for 20 years. That's the truth. There are people that were your friends in primary school. They don't fit into your purpose now. Some of you keep numbers that you have no business keeping. In the name of loyalty, may you not be sentimental about your future. There are people that they have served their cause in your life. And they just have to leave. You just have to move on from them. Not because you are now proud or arrogant, but because you have moved. Glory to God. I can't go to the guys that used to call me Raja. I've moved. I hear what I'm saying. If, if you miss church, you, you won't understand what I'm saying now. <laughs> because you are not around. And, and, and we will not play back for you. Because we are not in church. Are you here this morning? So some of us are trying to carry everyone along. Trying to carry everyone along. Your hex is your hex. Your hex is your hex. Let the hex be hex. I think about the Lord people have hex. Let X be X. Are you hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying you should not keep the house that you have lived. The house you have lived 10 years ago. One room apartment that you have lived. You are, you are loyal to them. To the, to the landlord. You are loyal. Ah, this was where I was when the whole thing started. I got married here. Now you are married. Can you just... If any man be in Christ... Is a new creation. All things, all things. And you must know the ones that are for a season. The ones that are forever takes discernment to know. So, this does not mean that you can't keep people who have been in your life for, for I mean, years. But it must be based on discernment. The Lord instructing you are you hearing what I'm saying? Do you know that even as a pastor, not all pastors should be your friend? <laughs> you read the Bible, you can read about the old prophets and the new prophets and the young prophets. Glory to God. So you must understand how this thing works. Praise God. Are you in church this morning? There are levels of relationships. Relationships with those ahead of you. You must have those ahead of you that you are drawing knowledge from. Yesterday, I, I mean, I had to travel from Friday to, to, to Ibadan to go and collect something. Amen. 
his impartation. Glory to God. It wasn't convenient, but I had to be there because I understand how this thing works. I know that I'm supposed to enter a new phase. I'm trusting God to enter a new phase. Both for ministry and for my life and for my family. I know that it cannot happen by the old anointing. No one pours a new one into an old wine skin. I hear what I'm saying this morning. So I had to go and do what I needed to do. Send seeds ahead. And I collected the impartation. And I know something dropped. You must have those ahead of you, those you, those you talk to. If you're here, you're married, you should have people in your life that talk to you, that counsel you. I hear what I'm saying. If, 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 you, if you have a man in your life, I'm talking to the ladies now, that does not have a mentor, someone that talks to him, that will talk to him and he will listen. And he won't say to hell with pastor. Fuck pastor. Don't touch him. There's nobody that can talk to him. That's a dangerous man. I tell you, under God, don't marry him. Or you have a woman in your life that does not have anyone that can talk. Even their mom can't talk to them. No one can talk to them. That's a dangerous woman. It's a dangerous woman. Don't put yourself in that kind of situation. A woman that will get angry and slap you. Do you know that there are women who beat their husband? Do you know that? I'm telling you the truth. There are women who beat their husband. I'm serious. It's, it's funny. It's funny. But guys, it, this is happening. They will beat the man. The man will be crying like this. <laughs> you the truth I'm telling you the truth there, there are women who beat, who beat their husband and the husband will go and report guess what she will, guess what he will say my wife beats me <laughs> ah <laughs> sir I have something to say sir sir something happened my wife beat my wife beats me. But it's happening. But you guys, it's not happening. It, ha it happens. There's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> if your wife beats you here, <laughs> or, 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 or you, have, you have somebody you are dating, you have somebody you are dating, and then she, she just slaps you. She slaps you the first time. Say it's a mistake. You say, okay, 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 you know, love, love. He slaps you. In fact, <laughs> you, and ladies, you, you must learn to control your hunger. Not the argument that when they are hungry, they, they say things like, if a man loves me, he will take me the way I am. The question is, how are you? Say, <laughs> so if a man likes me, ah, this is just who I am, oh. I, even my, maybe my daddy knows that this is who I am. When I'm angry, I don't eat. Say, <laughs> so, ah, see, I say this to men. 
I say this to men. When you are, when you are angry with your wife, eat her food. You paid for the food. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You may eat it with an attitude. <laughs> but what? Eat it. You have paid for the food. Then you will now go out again to squeeze additional cost. It's not good for your budget. So even though you are hungry, you get angry. I like what you need. Can I have my food, please? Can I have my food, please? Can I have my food? Who knows that while you are eating, the angel of God will speak to you. And then you just... The time you put the air by your mouth with the vegetable, that, that, that's from Harvard. Ah. And you say... You know, you know, there are some people who are... Every time you are... Anyway, say, neighbor, try to be smiling. You are looking for a husband. You are... Good morning. Good morning. See, you'll be 35. You'll be 35. You'll still be praying to God. Oh, God. Then, or, you, or, you go, or you come to church. They're saying, talk to your neighbor. Say hello to your neighbor. You say, good hello, neighbor. Do you know that? Do you know that? See, let me just talk to you. Do you know that when people are young, they say all kinds of things. When women are young, they say all kinds of things. I want a man he's tall and handsome. I cannot marry a man that doesn't have a car. I want to marry a man he must have at least, at least a three-bedroom. At least. That's the starting point. That usually happens at the age of 22, 23, 24, 25. But from 26, you say, I let him just fear the Lord. <laughs> say it's the fear of God that matters. It's not about, it's not. This story just changes. There's just a man that fears God. I was talking to a single lady who, who was, I think, about 40 some years ago. And she was saying that, I don't even mind. I'll pay for the house rent. She's not being desperate. But as you grow in life, as you grow in age, you grow in wisdom. No, no, you don't. You should grow in wisdom. Because it's not everybody. So remember, as they grow older, their, their wisdom level diminishes. There are some people like that. Are you hear what I'm saying? Glory to God. So, relationship with people that are ahead of you, with people on the same level, you must have peers with people on the same level. There are people who should look up to you also. Glory to God. How to build great relationships? Number one, you must connect. Connect. If you want to build great relationships, the first thing you must do is to connect. Connection is very important. You must be able to connect with people and this shouldn't be a function of your temperament. There are people who say things like, I don't connect because I'm introverted. I'm a shy person. It sounds nice. 
But it's not, it's not exact. Everyone have a unique way of connecting. So the way a sanguine will, will connect will be different from the way a melancholy or a phlegmatic will connect. But everyone should connect. Whichever way connects. You should in a in a church like this where we have a lot of you know young people, middle age, and all that. Praise God, elderly people, we're having elderly people now. You must connect. When you come to church, you see a new person, introduce yourself. Glory to God, you have a business card. Come meet someone and give it to them and connect like that. People have gotten multi-million contracts just in the church. I know a church where you know they will, they will just arrange you know their career um, units. You know they will just lecture people and train people, and then the people they will go and that will interview them will be the people in church. But the person is the head of HR in a big company. But there are people that just never connect. They just never connect. All they take you know, after service is selfish, selfish, selfish. Do, do you want? To, do you want? To, do you, are, are you selfish? Connect. You see a, a new face. Connect with them. How are you? My name is Shil or Shigbeson. And let your surname be pronounced in a clear way. I'm Shil or Shigbeson. What's your name? That's one of the rules of public speaking. You must be confident. I am Shil or Shigbeson. You know my son say. You know those children, I'm sure. Yeah. What's your son? He's saying, Oshi Besson, Oshi Besson, Oshi Bessoni, Oshi Besson. Glory to God. Call your name with confidence. Glory to God. I'm Florence Yusuf. Yusuf. See, see. Even if, even if your surname, even if your surname is hard to pronounce, just be successful. People will learn it. I'm telling you, people will learn it. Even if your surname is Agbabiaka, people will, people will learn it. I'm, I'm serious. There was a guy who, whose name is Akilakpa. Akilakpa began to call himself Armstrong. Is it not the same? Say, when you say you want to preach somewhere, the was saying, Oduwole, uh, Oduwole. The, the Englishman said, Oduwole. He said, No, say, Oh. Say, say, the English said, Oh. Say, Do. Say, Do. Say, Wale. Oduwole. Say, Yes, you are, you, are, you are making progress. <laughs> Glory to God. So be confident. Confident. Reach out to people. Connect. After connection, the next is interaction. I may not finish this today. But next Sunday is going to be mind-blowing. I'll be talking about why marriages fail. And that's not just for those who are married. It's going to cut across. Everything we'll be teaching this month will cut across the singles and the married. Glory to God. Why marriages fail in the first five years is what we'll talk about next Sunday. Glory to God. And of course, all truths are parallel. Praise God. The next one, how to build great relationships, is to interact, interaction. 
A man that has friends, the Bible says, must show himself friendly. Proverbs 18.24. You must interact. You must call people, reach out to people. So it's not just enough to, to connect. You must interact. And you must be deliberate about your interaction with people. Connect with people. Glory to God. There are people that have, you know, highlighted in my life right now. Right now. Every first day of the month, without fail, I send them a new month message. Without fail. Because it's a principle. You must interact, especially with those who are ahead of you. Those you are striving to be like. Those you admire their future. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Those whose, your, whose, whose present is your own future. So you have people like that in your life. I do that. Send them a prayer message. Send them. I mean, there are people who are partners to this, to this ministry, to this church. It's a point of duty. I tell our CEO here. So Florence, let's send a message to this person to appreciate them, to, to, to thank them, to, to check how they are doing. That's how it works. There are people that they, they don't understand. You've never done anything. You've never sent text to me. The first thing I'm seeing on my phone is, hello, sir. Good morning, sir. Sir, I need your support. It pisses people off. You are shooting yourself in the foot. Many of you, you've gotten... Messages on Facebook. I say my my. I mean, you know, under comment section, you see all kinds. You see people that say that comment about the real situation. They would have say my children have not eaten for three days. I don't. How many of how many of you talk to me, guys? How many of you have sent money to such people before? Let me see your hand. Maybe one out of hundred will do that. So there has to be a form of interaction. And this is wisdom. That a lot of people just, some people are just a text away from their breakthrough. Some of you here, you work in a place, you don't, you, you've never, you've never, you've never said anything to your boss. Never said thank you. If you have their contact, they pay you 13th month. If you have their contact, thank you so much for, you know, do, because not everybody does it. But sometimes because we live in a world where people have entitlement mentality. So people, in fact, you know, people feel like, oh, it's the, it's the, it's the pastor's job to make sure that the member is fine. No. No. It's not the pastor's job. <laughs> the pastor's job is to equip you for the work of the ministry. You don't get what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying, hey... That's the truth. He can show care, but that's not the primary purpose of a pastor. It's to share the word with you. Glory to God. Are you here this morning? So interact with people. Connect with people. Praise God. Visit people. Ask people for a lunch time. You don't even need to have the time to come. But you just bringing it up says a lot. That you are trying to take that 
you actually to the next level. When people post on social media, comment. Some people think that commenting is a, is a sign of weakness. It's not. It's not. Especially if it's someone you admire and you want to be like. Are you in church this morning? Don't get tired of commenting, of dropping a random text and praying for them. The Lord bless you and your family for praying for you. Well, well, if you're praying for them, if you're praying for them, don't scam them. Amen. Glory to God. Celebrate people on their big days. Call people on their big days. I know these things are not, you know, ah, the Greek word for, for this. See, what I'm sharing with you will change your life. Some of you here, just a little more effort from you, you will get that your promotion. Do you know people sit on people's promotion? Do you know that? That they will say that you, until you align. And some people is not because they want you to sleep with them. Some is just because they feel like you have an attitude problem. So they feel like if you or you'll be you'll be you'll be arrogant. Do you hear what I'm saying? There's a wisdom for the marketplace. Somebody say amen to that. The next one, which is the last one for this morning, because of my time, is generosity. How to build relationships. You must be generous. How to build great relationships. You must be generous. You must be a giver. The Bible says a man's gifts make room for him. You know, the way we use that scripture, we think he's talking about talents. Like a man's gifts. You know, if you go and check it, I still studied it this morning as a reminder. It's not gift and talent. You can use that. You can apply it like that. But in that context, it's talking about giving. In fact, the root word there is the Greek word beruma. And that Greek word means bribe. That's what it means. Go and read it. That word beruma, in that a man's gift, it's talking about bribe. Bribe. Go and check it. You can confirm it. If, you, if I'm wrong, come, come and meet me next Sunday. A man's beruma. A man's giving. A man's... Now, not bribe in the literal sense. Do you understand that? I'm not saying start giving bribes. Say, ah! In that church that we legalize bribing. No, that's what I'm saying. A man's giving. A man's giving makes... Do you have the NLT Bible? NLT. Do you have NLT? NLT says, a man, do, you, do you have NLT? NLT. Proverbs 18, 16. NLT. Right. Giving a gift can open doors. You see that? It gives access to important people. Do you see that? So it's not my talent. No. You can be talented and you will not be known. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I have two more, but my time is up. I have two more because of time. Amen. 
some of you here, you've been having issues with your mother-in-law. All you need to do, for some of you, is just a gift. A gift. <laughs> Proverbs 21, 14 says, a gift in secret pacifies anger. Proverbs 21, 14. That's all some of us needs to do. A lot of people are too unwise in the way they live lives. I want you to just bow down your heads to God this morning and say, Lord, I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. Grace Amis, let's get ready to come up stage. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. The wisdom from above. I receive wisdom. I receive. I want to make a call here. If you're here, you want to give your heart to Christ. You know that you're not born again. Can you just raise your right hand? Hope let me pray with you this morning. Anybody like that this morning? All eyes closed. All eyes bowed. You want to give your heart to Christ? Let me pray with you. Anybody like that this morning? Anybody like that this morning? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you will breathe upon these words in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Let your word profit us. In the name of Jesus. Take us to the next level of our lives. In the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we are praying. Just say it loud. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibesa podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show or Shibesa or at Grace Made NG.